You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay, and in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Game Scoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me this week is Justin Davis. Scoop. Sam Claiborne. I'm realizing now I wanted to, like, pop out of the ground like this. But I didn't <laughs> do pop- it. So next week. Next week. You should have popped out of the uh, arcade machine behind you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and coming to us all the way from the great state of Maine, Seth Macy is here. Uh, hello. Hello there. Oh, see, that was uh, a good turn. A good turn in, in swoop. Uh, Tina uh, is sorry she couldn't be here with us today. She wanted me to let you know she had a hard out so hard she had to bounce before the show even started. So. That's the hardest yet. Yep. Uh, it's as hard as they come, but hopefully she'll be able to uh, be back in her seat next week. We've got a great show for you this week. We're going to talk a little bit about cyber, cyber junk. <laughs> oh, the cyber junk story. We're going to cover that. Oh, yeah. We've got to cover that. Um, okay. We'll talk a little bit we about have to. <laughs> We're going to talk about some new milestones that Nintendo Switch just passed. But first, hopefully everybody caught that inside Xbox uh, presentation this morning. Hit me with some impressions. They showed a bunch of third-party games and a lot of new stuff. Was it enough to get people excited about Xbox Series X? Mm. Okay, well, first of all, you wanted to get our reactions, and then you loaded it with that question about, (laughs) was that enough to get us excited for Series X? There's a lot of things to get excited about for Series X. I don't think... uh, A showcase of third-party games was really pushing the, the needle on that, but I liked it. I had a positive reaction it. to it. Hmm? Your positive reaction. Yeah. No complaints. Well, my complaint was that they kept on calling things gameplay and then showing something that was just <laughs> not at all. It was just yeah. crazy. It would be like an interview or like, you know, a graphical <laughs> demonstration or like a cinematic trailer. I was like, why, why did they go out of their way to call this gameplay, 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 especially for a game they revealed last week and then they didn't show gameplay or yeah. gameplay we would recognize if we wrote about it in IGN as gameplay. <laughs> 
Yeah, we're talking about Assassin's Creed Valhalla. This was, it was yeah. just billed as a big gameplay reveal, but then that doesn't look like gameplay to anybody. They call it in-engine, but I don't think I don't think most people know what that means. And I think when people see a gameplay reveal, they expect to see what the game's going to look like when they're playing it. Mm-hmm. Is that right? I was, Maybe uh, we, we need to set that expectation for the world, I think. I just think, think people... Apparently, we are in a position where you can get away with calling things gameplay when they're not, whether you change the camera or do other things. You know, it's the bullshot equivalent. It's very strange. Yeah. Yeah. I always like those moments where uh, you think something is a cutscene, but then, oh, it was actually gameplay the whole time. When the Watch Dogs trailer did that several years ago, although it Mm -hmm. turns out that was probably being faked. So (laughs) (laughs) the game wasn't even real. Um, I was weirded out to learn that the uh, Super Bowl winning uh, quarterback is uh, younger than Madden football. <laughs> yeah, he's like he said, just he's like Madden's been around longer than me, and I'm like, oh, hey, uh, he didn't need to say that. No, he's a Kansas City hometown hero, Mahomes. Yeah. The good uh, thing to know is that Nintendo's been around for longer than any living human. That's true. But that we know that we know of, right, we know. probably some vampires. Yeah, or around. maybe really cool aliens. Also true. <laughs> There's probably also a tortoise that's older than Nintendo. Definitely yeah. a tortoise older than Nintendo. Something's... Yeah, maybe maybe like a tree or a parrot or something too. Definitely. Yeah, there's there's a there's a tortoise older than America. What? <laughs> oh, <laughs> maybe you, I don't know. <laughs> how do you find out? Do you count its rings? <laughs> Oh, you just have well, to chop have, it open. Have, that was the worst scene in Cal- Cannibal Holocaust. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I've never wait, seen. Wait, wait! It's not. Can- it's not a cannibal. It's not cannibalism unless a turtle's eating another turtle. Right. Okay. Right. We're about to find out. I I typed tortoise older than, and America is <laughs> the first autocomplete. Nice, Justin. So I mean, that's got to be right. This tortoise <laughs> is older than the United States. But the tortoise, like I like. It's got to be. Right. <laughs> well, so as of 2012, this is a mental floss article from 2012. This tort- tortoise was alive. I don't know. Is it still? Is it still alive? I don't know. I hope it is. I choose to believe <laughs> this tortoise is still alive. But let's get back to uh, Inside Xbox. Seth, what was your takeaway? Did you, I, you, you. I was not overwhelmed. I was not, not overwhelmed. overwhelmed. I was just no. uh, kind of whelmed. On a, on a, I was very whelmed on a steady plane of existence. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, it did nothing to stoke my excitement for Xbox Series X. Not to say that I'm not excited. I'm very excited for both the Xbox and the PlayStation coming. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it wasn't like a stand up and like, oh, man, and texting everybody I know. Did you see that? <laughs> it was more of a, oh, hmm. That's nice. I think they showed games that I'm interested in. They're probably some of those are probably good games statistically, <laughs> but um, uh, they didn't show them in a great way. Even for games that I could tell would be pretty cool. There was the one, and I'll have to look up the name of it because I've been working on this for, since for like twelve hours now. But uh, it's uh, what was the one that was a space shooter? Um, yeah, it has, I don't know. And a V that looked like you, Chorus, right? It looked yes. like Chorves. So Chorus, <laughs> Chorves. Like, yeah, Chorv's Chorv's looked like a. Uh, I mean, it's like a. It's like an X-wing Tie Fighter space shooter. Like yeah. that's what we know about that game. I love that type of game. But like in that in that lineup of things, it didn't like pop out as like my favorite thing. But it might be. It might be a really cool game. I also think you know they weren't AAA games. They were you know sort of double A games um, mm-hmm. in many instances, with the exception of Assassin's Creed. And so you know 
Xbox Series X games. You're seeing these Series X games, but then they're not like you know they they didn't look next gen. And that sounds like a knock. Like I think a lot of them look really fun. I think the twin stick yeah. shooter, you know, looks really fun. They look like great games, but they're not a showcase for next gen. And so in that sense, you know, I don't know. The stream ended and I was sort of like, oh, mm-hmm. like that that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was the uh, Bright Memory Infinite that was like it looked that was the most, you know, for starting out, it was like, oh, this looks like a cool next gen game. It has really cool particle effects and whatever. And then they're like, and it's made by one person. And I was like, yeah. well, well then hold, keep that to yourselves. Because now now <laughs> yeah. I'm disappointed. I'm not impressed. I'm disappointed. I'm like, oh, so it's a it's a fifteen minute game. Well, so this is yeah. you know, there is no E3, although there is IGN Summer of Gaming. There's still going to be big game reveals in June, but it's clear that this is like an appetizer, right? This is not the main event for Microsoft. Yeah. Like, yeah. They have some really neat games and some cool partnerships, and they wanted to show them off, but they kind of wanted to get them out of the main, you mm-hmm. know, like the big thrust of the announcements happening in June. Like, That's my takeaway from this. Is like They look really cool, but there's a reason why these went first. Like, This is not the big stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They want to keep us thinking about Xbox One X, like uh, from here until release. And uh, I don't know. I think that's We're talking still... about it. We're talking about it right <laughs> no, now. We... Are we talking about PlayStation 5? No, I don't think well, so. You, you mean Series X. Yeah. What did I say? You said One X, but that's okay. I meant the uh, One X plus one. Hey, uh, I was also like, like I, I think everybody wants to see more Assassin's Creed, and there was almost like a one-two punch there setting up, where it's like, oh, you got to see the big Ubisoft reveal, but wait till you see gameplay. Like, that's really crappy to not show 15 minutes of gameplay or five to minutes me, of gameplay or whatever. Yeah, to me, if they had actually showed a proper gameplay reveal of that, I would have walked away much, much happier. It would yeah. have made up for, you know, any sort of lacking uh, third-party lineup before that. I don't understand... That how they messed that up so badly. We're about the time of year that they would have shown a big mm-hmm. gameplay reveal at E3 anyway, mm-hmm. where they walk you through a whole mission. We would have played the, it. Yeah, like, show uh, off the new gameplay features you're working on. Like, yeah. well, I don't understand how that they couldn't have that ready now for a game that's coming it out does, this year. It feels like a missing, like the game reveal, you know, like the Viking theme had already been leaked. And so I actually like the, you know, the painting, the, the was a boss logic painting of, you know, revealing the logo mm-hmm. and the key art. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really clever to just get that out of the way. And then they had the trailer the next day and then, you know, gameplay the following week. But then mm-hmm. that, that like right at the end there, they didn't quite deliver like the one, two, three punch. Yeah. And then I am not like, you know, I don't play Madden games. I don't, don't pretend to, but uh, this would be a, a good time to show what a next gen Madden game looks like. Just, just, so we get a little bit of next gen a uh, feel, you know, and they couldn't even pull that off, you know. It was yeah, like that, I was completely yeah. expecting them, you know, to they ju- instead they just showed every other Madden. They showed every <laughs> other Madden, yeah. <laughs> no new Madden, but oh well. Yeah. yeah, that was a little odd. Um, what about smart delivery? This this uh, feature that allows you to buy a game once, say on Xbox One, and then you can you'll you'll have it on Series X when you're ready to upgrade. Do you think that's going to be a big deal? Uh, yeah, I think so, but I also think it's going to be confusing to a lot hmm. of people because even in our chat, people are like, "What? What's smart delivery again?" Because mm-hmm. they, they would show the logo that this is a smart delivery game, or as we say here, made a smart delivery. And it was, <laughs> why don't they just call it something that people know, like forwards compatibility, or like yeah, something all platform, or like just make it clear. Like I don't know why I have, neither of those words have any meaning. Yeah. In that it's an odd brand, like you know, play anywhere. Or I guess that's already a thing, but like you know, yeah. you get my point. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think it's great. Like, I think um, I think com- next gen consoles can sometimes be a little bit hard to find at launch, and like, who knows? There's uncertainty this year. Maybe they're going to mm-hmm. be an even shorter supply, so maybe it'll get people over the hump and convince them to, well, I'll just buy the Xbox version, and then when I get a console next year, you know, maybe they're mm-hmm. just they're, they're sort of on rails in the Xbox ecosystem. Um, and I also think, like, you know, that's a very like businessy take on it. Like, it's such good news for consumers. Like, it's just such a forward step for the industry to not treat those two games as, like, separate games on, you know, just buy on the Xbox platform once. It's great. Sure. Um, but like Seth said, it could also be a little confusing that not every game supports it. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, right, because Madden... Probably should have to opt in. There was, like, some caveats, like, uh, it's not really upgraded. You have to... I can't remember. Well, there's, it's, remember the, it's the... You have to, like... Um, Buy Madden before December 31st oh, this year and right. upgrade yeah, yeah, to Series yeah. X before March 31st of next year. So this is like yeah. a, well, a window in the case for Madden. Of, in the case of Madden, it's because that game will be $3 at GameStop by, <laughs> by next March. So Right, it'll yeah. be a Game Pass game by like March. So. Yeah. I just don't know how it works. Like when you, you buy the Xbox One version, does it come with a code for the th- Series X version or do you just put the disc in your Series X and it knows? Yeah, so as I said, the save works. You know, that's part of yeah. it, is that the saves transfer. Um, I, I presume you either go to the Xbox store and you re-download it, or you put in the disc and reinstall it. Yeah, just, what's to yeah. keep people from handing it's the just, disc to someone else? You know? It's your account. It's just yeah, your, it's account. your account. Just your account, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, let's move on from uh, forthcoming next-generation games to a current-gen game that's still on the way, Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> Much to everyone's surprise, it's going to be rated M for Mature. I know. Uh, we talked a lot about uh, ratings this week. First, uh, the Australian Classification Board's rating came up of uh, adults only, 18+. Plus. And then oh. the ESRB, uh, of course, rated it uh, M for Mature. And uh, there's, uh, I've got the description here, the ESRB's description of the mature content in the game. And there's one detail in here that's uh, proven to be very interesting to a lot of people. <laughs> So I'll read it off. This is a first-person RPG shooter in which players assume the role of a mercenary named V trying to make their way through the open world of Night City. Players can explore futuristic locations, interact with citizens, perform missions, and engage in combat to complete various objectives within a storyline. Characters use handguns, machine guns, rifles, and explosives during frenetic firefights with humans and cybernetically enhanced enemies. Players can also use melee weapons to stab enemies and, in some cases, dismember them. Combat is frenetic with frequent gunfire, cries of pain, explosions, and blood splatter effects. Some locations depict mutilated corpses with open chest cavities and or exposed (laughs) organs and entrails. During one quest, players assist a character by redacted. Don't want to spoil anything. Screaming (laughs) sounds and blood effects accompany the scene. The game contains nudity and sexual material. Players can select a gender and customize their character. Customization can include genitalia, as well as various sizes and combinations of genitals. And that's the part that's proved very interesting to a lot of people. Finally, player, players can drive cars while drunk. <laughs> that's actually, that's, that's an interesting, you know, the, everyone, the generals made the headlines, but yeah, like yeah, yeah. flagging and calling out like driving while impaired is interesting. Mm-hmm. I wonder if GTA always had to do that. Yeah, I wonder no. about that too. But I thought the no. same thing. That's so weird. Do I have a question? I'm not asking in like a flippant, puerile way. I'm genuinely mm-hmm. curious. Do, mm-hmm. do breasts like our breasts genitals? Does that count? I wondered the same thing. Okay, mm-hmm. and I, I think genitals inherently means the things that you make to uh, pass on your genetic code. Got it. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
Rizzo, so maybe that is no. Maybe that is a first then. Um for the genital customization. Because that was gonna be what I was gonna say. It's like, well, bus size, you've been able to customize that in lots of games, but maybe not the mm-hmm. below the waist stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah I don't start, know. Starting with BMX XXX, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> um definitely uh, interesting. Uh we, we did a news story on that yesterday and it was let's just say it was wildly popular. Yeah, I mean, this game is about like you know that that's kind of cyberpunk setting that it has is all about like cutting up bodies and putting them back together, and I think they're going to give you every option possible for that, and I think that's like absolutely the theme that cyberpunk has always been. It has nothing even to do with today's values or anything like that. It's just like that's cyberpunk. Yeah, it also bears stating though this is it's unusual uh, for a game that's first person to Mm -hmm. be giving you this yeah. much, much customization when you're not really going to be able to see a lot of it, right? Yeah. Uh, Is that just disappointing? <laughs> I mean, maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe All it just leads to different dialogue options. <laughs> I mean, who yeah. knows? I mean, I just, I just really want to impress Keanu Reeves. <laughs> I really want him to like me. Yeah. He's just a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I always like it when we get these uh, ESRB ratings descriptions uh, so that we're going to play a new game. Uh, I forget what we've called it in the past. Right now I'm thinking about calling it Real Mature Video Games. <laughs> this is where <laughs> That's I, a really good game, Dan. I really like <laughs> it. Yeah. yeah. This is where Absolutely. I'm going to read off uh, the, the descriptive mature content in a recent game and see if you guys mm-hmm. can guess it. So, okay. all right, here we go. We'll call it Real Mature Video Games. Uh, <laughs> This is a game that was recently released. So also, the way the ESRB description works is it starts out with a very broad overview of a game. So if I, if I read that out, it would be pretty obvious what this is. So I'm actually reversing it. I'm mm-hmm. starting with the minutia of, of the mature content in the game, and we're walking backwards to sort of the broad description of it. Mm-hmm. So tell me if you guys can pick, up, uh, pick out what game this is. One mission prompts players to locate packages of drugs in a compound and to eventually burn them. I'll go on. I can go on. There's so many games. I know. Some scenes depict skinned corpses with exposed buttocks. Ooh. That should be a big hit. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Is is the... Is is the buttocks exposed because they're skinned? (laughs) Is that that extra lurid for somebody? (laughs) Why is that a big hit? Well, I don't know. Skinned corpses. As the redacted... Players can perform execution-style finishing moves on soldiers. The victims' skulls and spines get ripped from their bodies. Is it Doom? Doom Eternal? No. The Redacted can use blades and laser weapons to decapitate enemies. Hmm. Is, is it a fighting game? Not fighting, no. Okay. Some explosive weapons cause bodies to burst into chunks of flesh and limbs. Players use pistols, machine guns, chain guns, and explosives to kill enemies in frenetic firefights. What's up with the frenetic firefights? It's the second time you've read that. That's not like something that people frenetic. Know. Uh, their parents are wondering. Parents, can you well, tell me? Well, does this game contain frenetic firefights? Yeah, <laughs> and like, like, okay, there's dismemberment, right? But how frenetic is it? Is it just, just kind of chill dismemberment? Mm-hmm. Because if that's yeah. the case, that's that's a teens plus. Yeah. <laughs> Most missions involve infiltrating areas like camps, jungle outposts, villages in order to obtain intel or destroy targets. I mean, this just sounds like a Far Cry game, but I, I feel say, like, yeah. uh, how could it be? Because there hasn't been one in a while. There's just causes. And finally, this is a first 
or third-person shooter in which players engage in combat missions as either a mercenary soldier or redacted. I don't think this is as obvious as you think it is. The big know. ones are the skinned corpses, laser weapons. Laser it's, weapons. It's Star Predator? Wars? Is it Jedi, Jedi Fallen Order? Seth has got it. It's oh, Predator, Predator Hunting yeah. Grounds. Ah, nice. Laser weapons. That's really good. Yeah. Why so is this? Like, What's up? I think I have the same question. So they're skinning a lot of people in that game? Yeah, the Predator, the predator skins does. people and hangs them in trees. Yeah. Yeah. The predator. Uh, you can see their butts. <laughs> <laughs> Are the buttocks frenetic in this game? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have, uh, I have one more. This it's game is being re- bagging. This game is being released this month. It's not out yet, but it's out this month, mm-hmm. and it's one you all have heard of. Players can walk through an erotic club containing several phallic sex toys. And oh, it's Maneater. <laughs> Characters are occasionally depicted nude, though their nipples and or genitalia are obscured by blurry pixels. Mm. They separated nipples from genitalia there. We could have got our right. answer by dissuading. Yeah. <laughs> Damage from certain guns can result in decapitation. Players can also use chainsaws to hack at enemies, resulting in small chunks of flesh oh. and large splatters of blood. Is it Gears Tactics? No, that one's out already. Oh, it's one, not and out. I don't think there's uh, <laughs> much nudity in Gears Tactics. One scene <laughs> prompts just, players... It's just from far away. You can't tell. <laughs> Everybody's skinned anyway. One scene prompts players to run over a certain number of pedestrians within a given time. Another sequence allows players to dispatch enemies by putting grenades in their mouths. See, when you, when you, when you break... <laughs> When you break these games down to their bullet points, yeah. they do sound crazy, right? Yeah. yeah. Hey, they all I sound am, like Duke Nukem. It makes me think, man, our parents in the 90s were right. Yeah. I was going to say, if, this is what my parents thought games were in 1989. <laughs> yeah, chunks of flesh being pulled off by chainsaws. Ugh. Another like secret in mouth. You know, Resident Evil 3 has that. No, 2 has that. 3 doesn't have it. Uh, players can attack pedestrians, and in one mission, players shoot at police and civilians to create chaos in a rival gang's territory. Is this the Saints Row remake? Yeah, Saints Row the Third Aww. remastered. Okay, because it just sounded like you know everything in there was a GTA thing, right? So then yeah. you get around to like what's coming out that's like GTA. Yep, that's pretty good. What's All the right, grenade mouth thing? That's just like a cutscene or something that you can do. Uh, I think it's part of the mission. Mm. Yeah, it's been a while since I played it. Isn't there that wasn't there a controversial torture sequence in GTA five? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I kinda I forgot was. about that till just this moment. Yeah. Yeah, I have to Yeah. We'll do that. I was gonna look up uh GTA 5's ESRB rating, but another time. Mm, okay. All right. Thanks for playing real mature video games. Real mature video <laughs> games. It's perfect. It's perfect. Am I the only one here that played the uh Campaign mode for Mortal Kombat 11. I, did you play? I, I don't I think not. even you played that, Damon. I did play it, and it was no, really fun. No, I don't think so. I think you're misremembering. <laughs> I played it last year. I didn't play any of the multiplayer. I just played through the campaign. It was really fun. So speaking what of which... What's do up? You pla- is there any platforming? No, no, no. It's just you. Pl- it's just fights with all the characters uh, with cutscenes yeah. in between them. So they yell That's at right. each other, and then yep. they fight. And then two other yep. people yell at each other, and then they fight. Yeah, exactly. You, games, you, you played it too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
There's a single player expansion for Mortal Kombat 11 coming out this month called Aftermath. It adds brand new story content. Uh, takes place right where Mortal Kombat 11 left off, although I have I can't remember where that was. Uh, and it in- introduces three new characters: Fujin, Shiva, and Robocop. Hell uh-huh. yeah. Speaking of, one of them is a Lady Goro. 80, 80s action stars like Predator. We also have Robocop. Uh, the original actor Peter Weller is voicing. That's so Robocop crazy in the game. Yeah. I didn't even yes, know he was around. That is crazy. But like, did they confirm they didn't just pull his voice clips from the movies? No, no so they actually, didn't. But they are using his likeness, so somebody had yeah, to sign yeah. something. Wait, Seth, did you say they didn't do that? Well, I I don't know that they confirmed it, but I know Ed Boone on Twitter was like, and yes, that is Peter Weller's voice. Yeah. Uh, I, I decided, I don't know if they actually got him in the studio to record new stuff or they just cut out samples from... Hmm. Dead movies. or alive, you're coming with me. Yeah, drop it. Uh, the movie's so good. <laughs> the movie, well, that one and the second one are both. The really second good. one is also very good. A lot of people don't appreciate how good Robocop Two is. I and don't like the people... little the little kid villain is awful in that movie. Well, he's I think he's a bad guy. Yeah, exactly. I know, I know he's a bad guy. I don't mean him that way. I think it's impossible to watch because of him. <laughs> well, take it up with the director of Empire Strikes Back. It's like Sonic the Hedgehog. It's like he's always with a tall human lady, and it makes me very uncomfortable. <laughs> um, the interesting thing about this is that last year, uh, the Terminator was made available in Mortal Kombat 11. So now... Mm-hmm. Robocop versus have, Terminator. You can have Robocop it's versus Terminator. finally out of Dark Horse yeah. comics. Yeah, exactly. That's what Mortal Kombat is, just Dark, dark, dark Horse comics <laughs> you can play. There's like yeah. Alien, Predator, Jason and Freddy... Yep. Robocop, yeah. Dude, I read all those Dark Horse comics based on movies. Alien, uh, Terminator, The Thing. There was a series on The Thing. Oh, wow. I didn't even know that. Didn't uh, Dark Horse also- have Star Wars for a while, too? Yes, yeah, they did. Long time. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't know also- liked them. <laughs> I liked them. There yeah. will also be a free Mortal Kombat 11 update on May 26th for all players. It adds new stages, stage fatalities, and most importantly, friendships. Mm. Oh, yeah. Friendships Good. are back in the game. That's what we all need. Uh, two confirmed new stages, the Deadpool and the Soul Chamber, both of which are classic Mortal Kombat stages. The Deadpool originated in Mortal Kombat 2, and the Soul Chamber is from Mortal Kombat 3. There are three options. Now, this is the part that irks me. Mm-hmm. Three options for uh, getting Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath. Uh, if you already own Mortal Kombat 11 and the first combat pack of characters, uh, you can get it for $40 for an upgrade pass. If you have Mortal Kombat 11... Uh, but not the first combat pack. There's a bundle containing Aftermath and Combat 1 that costs $50. Okay. So I think that's me. Yeah, that's me. Okay. And finally, if you're completely new to Mortal Kombat and you want everything, uh, you get you get the vanilla Mortal Kombat 11, Combat Pack 1, and Aftermath for $60. Mm. So okay. do you see why I'm getting screwed here? I bought Mortal Kombat already. Mm-hmm. For sixty dollars, and now I have to pay fifty dollars to get Combat Pack One and Aftermath. But if you haven't bought anything, you only have to 60 pay sixty dollars to get everything. Yeah, huh. maybe it's because the game is cheap to buy by itself now. Maybe. So you can't. You think, like, I don't know. Maybe. That's that weird. Little, it does bug me a little bit though. That's really expensive, but I know I know there's a lot to this and stuff. But just just generally dropping fifty dollars after a game is out is a pretty unusual thing if it's not a sequel. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but I am still deep into uh, uh, Final Fantasy VII, so who knows if I'll actually get to play more Mortal Kombat Eleven. You know what? That uh, game is basically talking and fighting, also. That's true. 
man, you just broke this whole thing wide open. <laughs> that's like, that's like, it's another talkie fighty. It's just a talkie fighty. <laughs> Seth, are you playing Final Fantasy VII? No, I haven't played it yet. In fact, I was going to not play it. <laughs> Period. <laughs> what's your What's your favorite Final Fantasy, Seth? My favorite Final Fantasy of all time, or yeah. uh, it'd be yeah. Final Fantasy VI followed by Final Fantasy IX. Those okay. are my mm. two. two, two oh, you're a nine fan, uh, Justin. You like nine also, right? Yeah, nine's my favorite. Mm-hmm. That's great, wonderful, and you should play it on Switch because it's it's a lot more fun yeah. to just be able to stop playing without having to run around to find a save spot. Yeah, does it help to be able to speed it up and stuff? Too? Does that have all? That yeah, stuff? that makes a big difference. And being able to play in bed and just like grind a bit mm-hmm. before you fall asleep or hit yourself. Just grind in bed. Just That's grinding. <laughs> How good are the chocobos and the moogles? Oh, they're the best in nine. They're the yeah. best. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, everything about nine is it, it's the most pure Final Fantasy essence. Mm. Agreed. Sethi, are you just playing a lot of PUBG? I haven't played PUBG in a very long time, actually. Wow. I got, I just, uh, and I don't, and I'm, 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 I keep feeling the need to go back to it. Yeah. And then I talk myself out of it and I go play something else because I spent a lot of, I wasted a lot of time, uh, over 700 hours of my life. On, oh my goodness. I, I, almost 800 hours, actually. Jeez. I mean, 770. Yeah. And I was never really that good. <laughs> It's really yeah. fun though when you get like some of your friends together and you play squads. It's like it's super. That's the absolute funnest way to play because you're hanging out, you're shooting people, collecting things. You know. Have you ever got a solo chicken dinner? Yeah, several times. Several though. I'm like, not bad. I'm just under not, five. Like, yeah. No, no, no. More than five. I don't know how many times. I've lost count. Okay. It's a <laughs> so wonderful it's, feeling. So more than yeah. ten. Probably. <laughs> Somebody is checking my online records right now. So now we know that Seth loses count somewhere between five and ten. Yeah, that's a hundred percent difference between those two numbers. That's a lot that's, of places to get. That's lost. correct math. Yeah, I, I... Uh, Sam and Justin, do you remember Back the Airbuster up. the Airbuster fight in Final Fantasy Seven? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember that's... Airman in Mega Man Two. Hmm. It's basically the same thing. Basically, very yeah, the similar. Fight, wait, are you, that's where you are right now? That's what I did last night. Okay, so you're just it's at the end of, a, of like a Shinra. That's, yeah, that's like chapter eight. That it was a tough on, fight. It goes yeah. on forever. Uh, the, fight, yeah. the fight didn't actually go on forever for me, but like that, that you do the same thing three times. Or like you go we to gotta, the terminal. Gotta card. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's you're so like, which, odd. Which part do you want to discard? I don't know. No, none mm-hmm. of this makes any sense. It's yeah. so oddly paced because each time you bust into a new room, they seem fucking shocked that you're yeah. there. They're like, what is this? Who yeah. are you? And it's like, what are, you, are you not hearing what was just happening underneath you? Like, can no one pick up yeah. the phone and call and be like, they're running towards you right now. It might it be makes- a sci-fi world that doesn't have phones now that I think about it. The guy, no, but, uh, they have very like suffering-looking yeah. devices. Yeah, they have holograms yeah. that come out of something, but they're usually little yeah. robots. I, you know I, I that boss fight too. It's like a it's like a Barrett boss fight because it's like just floating yeah. away from you the whole yeah. time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I I think that game is you know excellent, amazing. It trips all the right nostalgia triggers, but like there are large parts of it that are easy to make fun of. Well, yeah, sure, that's totally fair. Uh, all right, let's move on. We've got some Switch updates today. Nintendo Switch, it just passed 56 million units sold. Crazy. That is, that is half of the PlayStation 4's 108 uh, million in just three years. Yeah. Wow. That's 
Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so that's crazy. So like as PS4 sales wind down, I don't know. I wonder if it's likely the PS4 could get close to matching it over the next couple of years. Can you believe how much this twists the knife in the Wii U history at this point? Yeah. yeah. They could have just jumped right to Switch. <laughs> what was There's no reason. 13 million lifetime for the Wii U. Oof. Is it really that low? I almost I, I think I might even it's either 10 million or 13 million. It's very disheartening and low. I've got one though. I love that that little thing. It's still downstairs. Sure. It's all all dirty and not plugged in. <laughs> are you going to are we going to talk about the software too? Cuz that's the unbelievable thing to me. Oh, well, hopefully mm-hmm. do you have those numbers about like how many how much Animal Crossing was sold? Right? Yeah, Animal Crossing like, was 13 11 million or 13 million I where it sold it sold more in its first, like, you know, like 11 days than the other Animal Crossings did in their entire lifetime of the product. Yeah. Um, and they shared a bunch of other updates, too. Like, even, like, like Luigi's Mansion, which, like, nothing against it, but, like, yeah. Luigi's Mansion is, like, at, like, five or six million copies sold. Splatoon 2 is over 10 million. Like, I think Mario Kart 8, which is a re-release, is at 24 million copies now. Yeah. yeah. It's That's unbelievable. I mean, is it really? I mean, I know technically it's a re-release, but since nobody played it before, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. That Mario, Mario Kart Eight numbers—that's like where GTA Five was, you know, like six months in or whatever. It's so funny to see that GTA Man. Five is still. Uh, there was a point where I, I where it was uh, every new console was being purchased with a copy of GTA Five. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. They're like uh, I think the Astral Chain broke a million too. Like Nintendo wow. can just do no wrong with that console. Yeah, I feel like GTA Five needs to be on Switch. Is what we're getting at, right? <laughs> it could, I mean, it probably could run on Switch. I mean, if they uh, get three on there. What's your uh, three? Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> I mean, there was a last gen version of GTA Five. That so. is also true. Right? It God, should I work. Get that it, we've had GTA Fives for so long. Didn't Switch get La Noir? Yeah. 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 That's on there, yeah. I mean, yeah. same era. This month Somehow. they're getting they're getting the Bioshock collection. They're getting the Borderlands. Hey, is Borderlands Bioshock Switch really is, appeals to me? Yeah, yeah, that's a really good one. Is Infinite in the collection? Yeah, I think so. all three. Yeah. It's Bioshock one, two, and Infinite. Yeah, yeah. I've never played two. I never finished two. Hmm. I know people like it a lot. Yeah, and yeah. and the DLC is the Gone Home guys that did it. Right? Minerva's uh, in. Oh, I didn't yeah! That. Wow, is that true? That yeah, sounds it was true. Pre gone home. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, for some context, fifty-six million Nintendo Switches sold. I mean, they only have six million to go to beat the NES. Wow. I hate that. Yeah. Jeez. And then, uh, I mean, the Wii was one hundred and two million. So it's yeah. like they're gonna over the next couple of years, they're gonna get close to beating the Wii. It's just too bad it didn't have that cultural impact at the start that the Wii had because that was just a fun time for Nintendo. But they might be having that now with Animal Crossing and a global pandemic. Like I think this is always going to be associated this moment in history with Animal Crossing. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. People are always hitting me up. Hey, where can I get a Switch? Can you show me where I can buy a Switch? And And they just say that because you're wearing that shirt, right? Yeah. (laughs) Take, Take me to your leader. What else do they ask you to buy? What are you getting at? The best, the best gaming chairs. Oh best no! Chairs? Yeah. Just because I think anybody wearing that shirt, it's like, hey, he's the guy to ask about other things. <laughs> right. 
I know. If you see a guy wearing this shirt with a neck tattoo and you need some weed, 100%, just ask him. <laughs> just ask. Yeah. Look, you're going to get a bad BSRB rating if you ask him. Yeah. Uh, just don't wait, ask him. Wait, what are you going to say? Well, no, I, I, I liked Justin's question. I actually want to know what, <laughs> like, which is what? Not, not the joke version of it. Are people looking for switches more than anything else right now? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. You yeah, can't yeah. find them. No, they're. Most places where you can get them, you have to buy them in a bundle. So, like, uh, you know, with, I mean, it's, oh, oh, no, I have to buy a Switch with a game. But you can't otherwise, you can't just buy a Switch. You have to no. buy it bundled. Uh, with rare instances, it'll pop into stock, and then we'll, like, tweet it out. Hey, guess what? It's at Walmart. And then, you know, five minutes later, everyone in the replies is like, ah, it's not there anymore. It's like December after a game launch. It's, or a console launch, I mean. It's like yeah it's like a brand new console that mm-hmm. it's like ps2 you know where it took me it took me three months to get my hands on a ps2 and i looked everywhere hmm. <laughs> and i mean everywhere i mean no stone was left <laughs> did you go to blockbuster and rent a ton of dvds and just watch them all night <laughs> no i had already had a dvd player in my macintosh imac really that's very uh, unusual DV that's edition. super yeah. unusual oh it was really fun to watch DVDs on a 13-inch Macintosh like CRT. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the best way to do it. Yeah. That fidelity uh, really comes through. Yeah. Speaking of watching uh, movies on your computer, I just saw Alamo is doing like an Alamo Direct service where you can rent and buy movies directly from Alamo, and it's a curated list of movies. But I don't think they have like an app for like your TV or PS4, so I think you have to watch it on your computer or your laptop. Will they send you those cool uh, Tecate micheladas where they stuff everything into the can and just give it to you? <laughs> they should. Those are good. I like Those are good. Uh, let's check in with listeners. Hi. Hey, listeners. listeners, remember you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com. Just like Justin from Lawrence, Kansas did. Hey. Hey, I've been to Lawrence, Kansas. And this Justin thinks. Shout out to Game Nut in Lawrence, Kansas. Damon and I were just there. <laughs> well, it seems like feels like a lifetime ago. It's the last trip uh, we ever did. It wasn't. No, really. not. It we wasn't. Went, Together we, we went, 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 to, went to Boston to That's, hang out with Seth. That is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin thinks he's found the Damey game incarnate. He says, Hunt Down. Heard of it? This thing is chock a block with 80s references, 16 bit pixels, and so bad they're good puns. It's out May 12th. Have you guys heard of this game, Hunt Down? No, I'm looking it up. I'm going to share this uh, key art. Oh, great. With you guys. I've been playing, I have been playing this actually. This This is is the the key art for Hunt Down. The what now? This is the thing that people photoshopped us into? No, although it is kind of like this. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So I have been playing this. This is a uh, sort of 16 bit style. Wait, how do I stop? Stop look at how, screen. Look at how cool. Oh, you missed oh, sorry. it. There's a guy oh, down on the lower left. There's a guy down on the lower left whose shirt says misconduct. <laughs> and I just think that's a very cool shirt. <laughs> See him? Yeah. It's the misconducts. Oh. So there's all these gangs. These gangs that have oh. Oh, okay. cool names like that. Hmm. Stop sharing. That sounds pretty frenetic. Name. So it's a, six, <laughs> it's a 16 bit. I'm back, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. 16 bit run and gun. Uh, platformer with a, a really cool very detailed 16-bit art style very cool synthwave soundtrack uh it's totally up my alley i've played the first two levels and it's definitely cool i guess it just it just remains to be seen if they can sort of keep my interest 
or if the 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 gag will get played out. I don't know. We'll see. But it's called Hunt Down, and it's out May 12th. I'm playing on PlayStation 4. Would you compare it um, in style to like 1980X? Yes, um, but uh, 1980X has better pixel art. Okay. What does it it allow you to customize? You can't customize anything. You can choose from three playable characters that have uh, different weapons. Uh, but the whole thing is voice acted, which is interesting for a Pixar game. Oh, so it's all this yeah. voice acting. And then the cutscenes remind me of 90s uh, point and click adventures like from LucasArts, just like the way the characters are animated and stuff. Oh, cool. It's cool. I've been enjoying it. Uh, Justin and Sam, are you still playing Final Fantasy VII? Mm-hmm. Yes. Still, enjoy- still, still thumbs yeah. up? It's fantastic. I can't wait to play it whenever I have the chance. Bounced uh, off it a little. I, I'm trying to. I'm not sure I have played it in the last week, but I hadn't. I haven't declared <laughs> that I'm done with it. Okay. I think I have not played it, but not because I'm done with it, but just I've. I, I don't know. We were very hooked on Succession. I'm just burning through a lot of that right now. And then when I have, oh, it's incredible. It's the best show. And then when I have a few minutes to kill, I've been playing a lot of Picross. Oh um, man, on um, S4. Yeah, I have but, not downloaded S4 yet. But I have this this chain reaction of like every time a new Picross comes out, I'm like, oh shit, I never finished all the ones in the last Picross. And so I actually have stuff in Picross 3, 2, and then I never finished the Mega yeah. Picross in Picross 1. So yeah. I don't ever actually finish them and I feel a little bit of guilt. And so I'm playing kind of, <laughs> I'm all four games at once right now. <laughs> yeah, I've probably completed 80 to 85% yeah. of all the puzzles and all the Picrosses. Yeah, exactly. So, Seth, no PUBG, no Final Fantasy VII. What are you playing? I've been playing Tales of Vesperia, which I bought on a deal like two weeks ago. And I've been playing Picross S4, which I've never played a Picross game before. And then Pear was like, you have to buy this or you're fired. So, I did. And it's fun. And me and my son were actually hanging out just solving puzzles. It was was really cool. He's like, oh, no! He'd run over and he'd, you know, point to the screen and buy You can do it. The game has a two-player mode. What? (laughs) <laughs> All right, well, I know what we're doing tonight. Yeah, he doesn't have to. You both I hate that. It's like, yeah, it's making me play Picross with him. <laughs> <laughs> Put your you bust into his room, throw the math homework out the window. Come with me, son. <laughs> Solving puzzles. Teach no, you the, some real life skills. Yeah. The the two player is not fancy, but it's like very well done and like simple. Like you just both control a cursor and can fill in things. Like you can each start at one corner of the screen and just play it in real time. Oh, that sounds super fun. I'm gonna have. Yeah, to it's great. That. Um, and then Tales of Vesperia, you playing that on Switch? Yes. That sounds. It, is that a Tales game, Justin? This is like what you play. Oh, oh so no. you can play Trails of like Trails yeah. in the Sky. Yes, correct. Okay, Trails, Tales. What's the difference? They're all JRPGs. Yeah, that I've been on a huge JRPG kick, and that was on sale. And somebody on Twitter was like, "You'll like it," and they were right. So thank you, you like for it. that recommendation, Terrence. What's the worst JRPG you've ever played? The worst JRPG wow. I'd have ever played. God, that. I've that's that's that's, hard to answer because that there's not been a genre that has like higher heights and lower lows (laughs) and and you get uh, you get a little bit of Stockholm syndrome because you're like, well, I played that for 70 hours. I know. I know. I know. Final Fantasy 13. I never played that. Yeah, I was always very care. I would carefully research all my I still do all my game purchases. Like, how is this reviewed in EGM? And what does yeah. Sushi X thinks of this one? And then I would, you know, I don't know what the that. I don't know what the worst JRPG I played was, but I definitely like I I went through a phase where like that was me in the 32 bit era, so I played all the bad PS1 ones. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
all of those. I played a bunch of bad ones on 16-8-bit. Uh, Final Fantasy uh, Legend is very bad. Now, 2 and 3 are okay, but 1 is really bad, and I just played it like crazy. I don't know why. What, the original That's the Game Boy one? NES? Yeah. Oh, Final oh, Fantasy oh. Legend. Legend. Which yeah. is, Final Fantasy Adventure is the good one? Yeah, Adventure is the just a, it's just Secret of Man, or whatever yeah, Man is. Yeah, second and Tetsu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, Final Fantasy, like FF2J, like the original Final Fantasy 2 on the NES, is terrible. Game is that pretty rough? I've never played that one. I like um, that's apparently yeah. the worst one, yeah. Actually, I hated Final Fantasy 3 Remake on DS. That game sucked. Really? Oh, I like that game that? a lot. It had like the super deformed versions yeah. in the 3D and stuff. Oh, I hated that. You know that. who told me to play that? Andrew Goldfarb. Uh, nice. Friend of, the, friend, of all, friend of everyone. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, not, well, so... Final Fantasy 2 on Super Nintendo was Final Fantasy 4, right? Mm-hmm. Right, yes. So I guess I've never played the real 2 and 3 or 5. Or 5, yeah. Yeah. So 5, five is good. I've never played through it, but it's like, yeah, it's worth checking out. I played two. I played a fan-translated NES ROM is how I played that game. So mm-hmm. that's the only way to play the 8-bit version in English. They've remade it various times in various ways mm-hmm. if you're willing to you know, deal with like 3D graphics and stuff. But to get the... Get the original thing. That's the way you have to play it. There's a PS1 collection with uh, slightly updated graphics. Yeah, but the load times are are super bad. (laughs) Why is that? That makes no sense. Freaking NES game. You got to know it, but the NES game is on the cartridge. The data's right there. Right. All right, that brings us to video game 20 questions. Our suggestion this week comes from Stephanie. She says, hello from Burlville, Rhode Island. Mm. Let the questioning begin. Seth, she's in your hood. Um, yeah. Your, your coast. Rhode Island's not that close to me, actually. <laughs> well, but I mean, compared to... Do you California. know Burlville? Have you been to Burlville? I've, you know what? I've been to Rhode Island once in my entire life, and I just drove through and I stopped to go to the bathroom. How long would it take you to drive to Rhode Island? To drive to Rhode Island is probably two or three hours, but to drive okay. across it takes Rhode Island, six hours to drive to Los Angeles from here. <laughs> six well, hours to Los Angeles. Sacramento is two hours, three hours from here. Yeah, no. everything in California is two hours away. <laughs> My wife grew up in Southern California. She's like, oh yeah, we used to live right by the beach. It was like a two-hour drive. I'm like, that's not by the beach Listen, at all. Rhode Island's a suburb of where you live. <laughs> no, Maine is a suburb of the United States. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Did we when, get this one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. We won. We did it. All right. Is this from before 2000? Yes. Is it from before 1990? No. Hmm. 90s game. Mm-hmm. Does this have 3D graphics? No. Was this on a disc-based system? Yes. Assessment oh. listening to the show. <laughs> A disc-based game that's 2D, though, is unusual. Was this a PlayStation 1 game? Yes, that's five. What it's if it's Symphony flop- of the Night. What if it's floppy disks? Aww. <laughs> uh, it's on PlayStation, okay. that's what you just established? PlayStation 1, yes. Yeah. Yeah. A 2- 2D PS1 game. That's actually fairly unusual. I'm trying to think yeah, of all the 2D. Was it... Uh, no, no, because that's like 2.5. Could be mm-hmm. it could be a Rayman game though. Is this a two D? Is this a side scrolling platformer? Um. Y- yeah. Yes. Yes. It is. <laughs> uh, I think it. I think it's Symphony of the Night. 
Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, is this game spooky? No. Oh, mm, it's not symphony. Um, yeah, unlikely to be spooky or unlikely to be symphony. That game's got hella skeletons in it. <laughs> Does this game I, have sequels? Yes. Was this game uh, developed in Japan? No. Was it developed in Europe? No. That's it 10. It wasn't European? Not European, no. Okay. The Rayman games are European, right? Yeah. Are they, though? They're not. Like- They're super French. Yeah, I think so. Yes, but so is Quebec. <laughs> well, that's a good point. <laughs> uh, you, you said, is this, a, is this like, a, like a cutesy kid-style game in its art? And- no. Whoa. It could be a top-down shooter. No, he said it's platforming. Oh, yeah, platforming. Darn it. <laughs> Wait. Wasn't uh, the Mega Man that came out on PlayStation, wasn't that 2D? That's, I, uh, there could be a Mega Man. I'm thinking that, though, that, uh, I mean, Mega Man Legends is the one I know the best. There's Mega Man 8. Mega Man 8. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And there's, there's, I'm also thinking of, like, Oddworld. Oh, yeah. But it wasn't developed in Japan. Oh, right. Oddworld, what is that game? It's like the Oddworld Abe's Odyssey with the little man, the little guy that runs around. I just don't know those at all. Does this fit the criteria? Yeah, Yeah. but it, well, I think that's French too. Has that. No, no, no. That was made by, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Oddworld Inhabitants. Uh, Well, how to narrow this down? Does this game have. Isn't Oddworld spooky? No. No. Does this game have the graphical style? Does it have like pixel art? Is it a pixel art game? Uh, I don't think you would call it that. No. <laughs> but it is 2D, which we established. Hmm. No. I don't know enough about Oddworld to ask any questions. Mm-hmm. I mean, I you know, you play as an alien. Like I could narrow it down to that, but I just don't think it's that. Damon do, you play, do you play as a human? No. Hmm. Is this game, Damon? Would you call it like a like a puzzle? Is this like a two D puzzly platformer? Yeah. Yes. Do you play as an alien? Yes. That's fifteen. Okay. All right. Is I it Oddworld? Is it Oddworld Inhabitants or Oddworld? Whatever the Oddworld game is, <laughs> Oddworld one. <laughs> yes, it is Oddworld Abe's Odyssey. Ah, oh, there it is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Good work. Nineteen ninety seven. PS1 and PC cinematic platformer. Is yeah, the cinematic platformer. It's did, that, did, like did it become a Microsoft series at some point? I'm no, but sure. Stranger's Wrath was an Xbox exclusive. Exclusive. Yeah, okay, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, Oddworld's really good. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, play any 2D side scrollers for PlayStation One because and it's stupid looking back. I never played Castlevania Symphony of the Night until like ten years ago because I was like, I'm not gonna play this. This is the PS One. That's three D graphics. Stop being I mean, that was yeah. The the IGN review of Symphony of the Night is all like I this game is good in spite of the fact that it's a two D platformer. (laughs) And now I love it. It's on iPad and it's incredible. It's like so fun to play on iPad though. What Mm -hmm. Symphony of the Night? Yeah, it's really? $3 on iPad. You can use your PlayStation 4 controller. It syncs right to the Bluetooth, oh, okay. and wow. it works awesome. It's super fun to play. Just, you know, portable. Wow. 
Yeah. yeah. One of the secret weapons of like mobile gaming is that Bluetooth, you can pair your Xbox or PlayStation controller to your mobile device and like many, many games just support it out of the box now. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, is yeah. You just plug in a keyboard to your Switch if you have the, the you know, USB 3 port and it just works for cool. games when you type like Animal Crossing? Oh, I don't know. You could. Yeah, try I, I know that. I'm telling oh, you, that, that's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> what about if you use the? Without uh, doing anything else, you just plug it in. You can type out letters in Animal Crossing. Can you use the GameCube adapter to use that huge uh, <laughs> GameCube controller with a keyboard on it? That's a good idea. I, I forgot so. about that. It kind of, it's like fit between the controller bits. Yeah, right? it's a, just a keyboard with two like GameCube sides slammed on onto it. Yeah. We got a Oddworld has a special place in my heart because when I got a PS1, I got it with Final Fantasy VII, Oddworld, and Tekken Three. <laughs> we're like the three games that were. I mean, that's it. You got your you got your JRPG, your fighting game, and your platformer. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I think I don't remember. I think I bought it used and it just came with that. I don't remember why, but it was great. Um, yeah, Sam Oddworld is a really cool game. Uh, you play as this alien who realizes his people are being enslaved by this big corporation, and they're going to be like turned into food. So he escapes, and you have to free as many of your brethren as you can. And you can use mind control on the lesser aliens to get them to do things like kill themselves, and and it's all like very comic mischief, comic violence. It's really fun. Why am I picturing like this big 3D game with a guy in like a duster with like no face? There, that's Stranger's Wrath. <laughs> that, yeah, I was gonna say. Which Why is that thematically one? so different? It's the third one. They switched. They switched yeah. genres. Like that was their vision for like Oddworld was like all these different games and different genres mm-hmm. before they were like trying to do a video game cinematic universe. Is that guy an alien? Yeah, probably. Because that looks like a it's horror a game to me. <laughs> no, they're, they're very comic. Comic games. Hmm. Anyway, that is all the scoops that we have for you this week. Remember, you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Seth. Thank you. Thank, thank, you, you, thank you to Teo working behind the scenes. Everybody, uh, stay safe out there. Uh, we'll see you next week. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop. And we're out. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, 
erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.